Listening to Roar, powered by LT Gray. Welcome to the Tiger Den. And here we are with Young, um, and we're going to discuss Zoom and how Zoom has really transformed during COVID, especially as a teaching tool. So, hi, Young. Hi. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing the best I can in this quarantine right now, slowly uh, losing my mind. <laughs> um, well, during during the losing your mind, have you used Zoom at all with your students or with your teachers? Excuse me. Oh, yeah. I've been using it every day. Especially and, uh, for classes. And and how are your teachers conducting that? Like, are they giving lessons or are they just checking in with you? Um, it's really a mix of both where we go in, they give us like lectures and they give us like instructions for what to do um it's also just like a check-in for teachers to see how we're doing um some teachers have grown accustomed to it some have like really hate the system of like having to like talk uh especially to like a blank screen it's not like they don't have like that connection that they do when people are in person interesting uh have you found that there are any glitches like in your experience in using zoom um, me personally, no, I have not. Um, I think it works pretty well for like the general users, but like problems do start showing up since there are so many like active users every month nowadays. So speaking of which, I know you've done research on Zoom and its new uh, increase in users. Do you want to tell us about that? Uh, yeah, um, just some quick facts. Um, according to CNET, um, Zoom in December had 10 million users monthly. And then after the quarantine was initiated in March, it bumped up to 200 million users. And in April, it's grown to 300 million, which to put into retrospect is basically like 80% of America's population. So it's, it's a pretty big increase for any company. That's, uh, that's crazy. So that's, I mean, if we think about the lines that you can see outside of Costco and you get overwhelmed, but to even put those numbers into some sort of like physical representation would be alarming and astounding. Um, Has Zoom experienced any issues with this uptick in users? Oh, yeah. You can definitely read a lot of articles circling around this whole Zoom bombing phenomenon that's going on where a bunch of hackers are basically able to go into private Zoom meetings without codes and, like, the host allowing them to. And it's just been a huge problem, especially for education purposes. And the real issue is when minors, especially, like, the younger kids in, like, elementary, are, like, exposed to these kind of, like, Zoom trollers, basically, on the Internet. Um, just to give an example of how bad Zoom security was... Um, According to a New York Times article, a year ago, two Australian hackers was in an eight-hour flight to Singapore to attend a hacking competition, which basically is a competition where companies come and say, here, try to hack into our system, find some problems that we need to work on, and we'll pay you for it. Um, Basically, just as a warm-up and practice, while they were on the flight to this event, at 30,000 feet in the air with airplane Wi-Fi, they were able to hack into Zoom pretty easily, as they stated. 
they said there was major security vulnerability and it would affect especially uh, Mac computers. And it was just mind-boggling to them how easy it was to get into these systems because at the level that they were at back then, they should have been prepared for like denser security systems. So this is even before March, before most of the U.S. went into like a lockdown quarantine um, sort of situation. I know other countries have been in quarantine uh, much earlier than we have, but uh, we started in March. So I assume, is Zoom just an American company or is it used internationally? Oh, it's used internationally. I have, I know a few people in Korea that use it for their own teaching purposes for online lectures and that stuff. And it's it's really important that Zoom handles these security issues with like their main priority because with an international like interface with people and users, it just opens up the world to so much more, well, hackers that can like get into these sites. But the good thing about this is Zoom has actually worked hard and last week they announced the new security update and it's really buffed up and it's really... It really did fix a lot of, not if not most, of the security issues that were found before. What are the features of that new upgrade? Um, they were talking about how it would basically fix that um, large security issue that the hackers found on the airplane. Um, but I feel like that was just a given that was to come soon, if not like sooner. Um, Zoom has also reported that... Um, Through this new update and patches, they are just developing higher um, securities, I guess you could say. (laughs) Okay, is that like with the password and whatnot, or? I I guess that was just an extra feature that they put in. And it definitely does help, especially with like public events and private events. It allows the host to decide whether they want to let the person in or not. Okay. That's good. Um, there was something about a Princeton professor or whatnot. Did you hear about that? Yeah, there was an event where Princeton professors were basically reading to a group of children. And then one of these Zoom bombers came into the meeting and started pulling up pornographic images while stating like racial slurs. And really the motive behind it can just be seen as online trolling. It's, it's interesting because there's a multifaceted thing happening here there's technology right and then there's this um underlying social expectation of decorum while we're doing some sort of online communication and then it's interesting to see that these um what are they zoom bombers Mm -hmm. uh are using things like pornographic imagery and racial slurs which both are not seemingly acceptable in uh in public places right let alone ever acceptable depending on your mores right right um and it's interesting that they've tapped into that like how to disrupt uh like a a safe place of decorum with their verbal and 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 visual imagery right yes um and the do they know what age demographic they're bombing into when they do this um, honestly, 
since we can't really interview the hackers, it's like we can't really like say what is your motive behind it and like try to figure that out. But I feel like they are targeting mostly educational like Zoom meetings because that makes sense. I mean, where is a better place to do it than in a place with a bunch of minors? Well, for them, it gets them the most attention. It gets them the most satisfaction for their um, unjust and unmorals. Um, you know what they say about the user behind the screen being a lot more confident than what they would be in person. Right. Um, I think this is just showing how ugly humans can be behind a screen where they can't be detected. That's that's probably true. Um, but it also shows like a beauty. I'm going to because I don't want to like end on this disgusting note of humanity. Yeah. Um, it, but it also maybe shows us that when the majority of us are using Zoom appropriately, right? And and students are trying to learn and engage or, or at least see their fellow student and maybe their educator, right? Um, that there's something to be said about um, how we as a world want to be connected to one another. And if Zoom's the only physical way that we can do it, even though it's pretty non-physical, um, like we're still trying to make those attempts. And so maybe instead of looking at it as uh, the the filth of the world that's attacking zoom right it, it might be better to look at the majority of people who are appalled by that because they're trying to use zoom in the proper way i i completely agree with you 100 percent of the way um i just think that as this progresses throughout and zoom is only going to get bigger with its growing and growing interface um, it's just going to be interesting to see where this ends up especially with the government s- starting to crack down on it Uh, Do you think that Zoom is like, I mean, I realize and recognize that Zoom was here far before COVID, but um, that, that being said, do you see Zoom being used as an educational tool? Um, Maybe when things kind of level out and we go back to somewhat of a normal uh, educational classroom for wall setting? You know, I I, I do feel like with the amount of people that have grown accustomed to it over time just because of what this quarantine has warranted i feel like it will be used as a disaster protocol kind of method just like um this one that we're having this year but obviously we didn't have this before so like just the sudden like burst into like go into zoom do this and do that i feel like that i feel like this is just the early lesson for what might be to come in the future as well This is fantastic insight. I'm really proud of you. I appreciate your research and your expertise in Zoom. Thank you. you. I'm I'm sure I'm also taking you out of a class that you might need to be in Zoom right now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I will let you go, but I really appreciate you joining Roar today. And we appreciate your excellence and your advice and your expertise in the Zoom matter. Thank you. I I like... I'd love to come on here. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks, Young, for joining us.